A few days ago, I received a survey in my Facebook feed with a question that asked me if I trust Facebook. How do you think I answered? Hey, everybody. This is Brian. Welcome to the Raise Your Voice podcast. Welcome to the Raise Your Voice podcast, where we help you grow your company or cause and shape your organizational culture through strategy, identity, and communications to help leaders like you grow brands that people love. I'm Brian Soy, principal of the branding and marketing agency Aspire and author of Raise Your Voice, a Cause Manifesto, an Amazon top-rated book for branding, culture, and communications. Of course, I can't imagine that anybody in the world trusts Facebook right now with the data breaches and the other just flagrant violations of privacy that Facebook continues to make. There was one other question on the survey asking if I think Facebook has my best interests in mind. And of course, the answers to the questions are no. And it's disturbing because for an organization, a company like Facebook that has data and information on billions of users, trust has got to be the most important factor that they are concerned about. In an article on Glassdoor.com called The Importance of Building Trust in Your Business, they're highlighting some results from the Edelman Trust Barometer, which is an annual global survey spotlighting trust by country, institution type, business sector, and type of person. And it, and it looks at what at what topics contribute to trust and how leadership can best embody trust. And of course, if you've been following this podcast and you have downloaded the Cause Manifesto poster or the Clarity poster and the principles around clarity and uh, your cause, you'll, you'll know that being trustworthy is one of the, the key principles. There are three important, if not critical, areas and reasons for nurturing and practicing trustworthy behavior in your organization. And these affect your recruiting. They affect your human resources efforts. They affect your marketing and your sales. And the first one is just about understanding that people trust institutions and organizations when they're informed, when they understand, when there's transparency. Uh, The second one is that when your organization has a very clearly defined mission and they express how they contribute to the greater good, people are more likely to to trust you and your organization is more likely to inspire trust. One one of the key findings here is that 50% of respondents don't trust businesses or their business trust fails when they see that the organization fails to contribute to the greater good. And third, people trust what their peers say. Uh, When asked what actions people take in relation to a brand or a product, uh, a a majority of respondents say they respond and they will buy from or donate to some cause because a friend has recommended it. What you have to remember here and why this is so important for your organization, the one that you lead, is that people talk. They remember the last time 
they had an interaction with your organization and how they were treated or how the organization behaved. And they share that experience with other people. So your reputation and your brand and the culture you're, recre- you're creating is influenced by the perceptions and the stories other people tell themselves and their friends about the organization experience that they had with you. They're telling their friends whether or not they should trust you or not. This is precisely why trust is important for your business. And it's one of the most important assets that your business owns. So what can you do about it? Before we continue, I want to tell you about the clarity principles. If you want your organization to grow, you need to nurture four dimensions of communications and culture. Aspire has created a free poster to help you master those dimensions through 12 mission-driven principles. The principles of the Clarity Manifesto will help you align how you lead your organization with its purpose, character, culture, and unique voice. These 12 principles will empower you to communicate with clarity, transform your culture, and equip you to share your story more powerfully and effectively so your organization grows. To request your free poster and also receive 12 months of insights from branding and culture, visit aspire.com slash clarity. That's aspire.com slash clarity. And don't forget, we spell aspire with an extra letter. That's A-E-S-P-I-R-E dot com slash clarity. Again, that's A-E-S-P-I-R-E dot com slash clarity. So when you consider the importance of trust and leadership and business ethics, you understand why trust is important to customers. I think one can argue that the sole purpose of marketing and communications is to earn and nurture trust. It's imperative for any values-led or purpose-driven business to hold trust as a core value, and not only one that the organization says is owned by them. It needs to be owned by every employee or every person at the firm, from the CEO to the frontline team and anybody especially who interacts with customers, whether it's online or by phone and in person. And these values need to be reinforced when people act and speak in a manner that's consistent with their values and, and with the organizational character and with the culture. The challenge with trust is that you cannot buy it and you can't force it on customers and you can't force customers to to believe that your organization is trustworthy. Your organization and its brand must work to earn trust. Every interaction is an opportunity to build relationships and nurture trust. When your brand is believable, customers trust that you have their best interest and experience in mind you demonstrate this and they experience this through your brand narrative, your customer-focused story, through your social and your service interactions, and when everybody in the organization lives out the organization's values. So think about it this way. Trust is stored and nurtured and earned and it gets added to like money in a bank account. And, and although interest in a bank account these days of any kind, unless it's, you know, you're, you're taking risk and investing in stock, interest grows slowly. So trust also grows slowly. 
your brand makes deposits into your customers' accounts every day into the way they believe your organization helps them and makes their life better. They exchange that trust with you when they buy and when they browse and when they share their private information with you. So Facebook, are you listening? People will trust you more when you nurture trust with them. Operating with a culture of trustworthiness affirms that your organization seeks accountability and transparency. And some organizations understand this. They understand the priceless value of trust for the brand and others simply don't. So I've got two questions. Can you trust Facebook? And is Marriott's golden rule for real? So let's take a look at these two companies. Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook continue to obfuscate and they avoid putting people in purpose before their profit. Their inconsistency, their lack of transparency, and lack of respect for users' privacy destroys trust and demonstrates that they hold people's privacy in contempt. With every action, Facebook is proving that its own values to be bold and to focus on impact and to move fast, to be open and build social value are really just hollow, empty promises. And you know what? Empty promises just stink. Would you trust Mark Zuckerberg to give you advice on your company's values if he said, to identify your company values, ask, what are you willing to give up? You know, I think he should rephrase his question more honestly and authentically. To drive shareholder value and my own dreams for social engineering and my company's own values, what are you, as a, as a consumer and as a Facebook user, willing to give up? And on the opposite end of the spectrum, and I have just great respect for these ads, they're beautiful, and you may have seen them on television or on YouTube, the Marriott Corporation builds and nurtures trust with people who are stressed or underserved through its values-driven Golden Rule campaign. When you stay at a Marriott hotel, they make a promise to treat you the same way they would want to be treated, which of course begs the question, how does Marriott want to be treated? Treating others like we'd like to be treated as a guiding principle is really noble, one to which we would all love to aspire. When Marriott's employees live out what they promise, what Marriott promises in their golden rule campaign, their brand does grow stronger and trust in Marriott grows. And of course, there's always going to be trolls and naysayers about this and people who have had bad experiences. And those are opportunities for Marriott to, again, win them back, to show trust, to show a commitment to the other person, to their guests. And for Marriott, it's about making a human connection where their brand is perceived as completely believable because they view people as people and customers as people and not people as customers. Again, Marriott is making a very deliberate effort so that their brand is perceived as believable because they view customers as people and not people as customers. Of course, Marriott isn't perfect. It is an organization run by people and individually and collectively, of course, people aren't perfect. But at least Marriott is trying. I think we can all agree Facebook isn't perfect either. But by all accounts, they aren't trying. Anything that they say or do right now is completely suspect. 
the value of Facebook as a brand is completely tarnished and it's going to take years to recover. We can't believe them no matter how many lobbyists or PR experts they hire to explain why their actions don't align with their values. Facebook is not a believable, consistent, or human brand. It's an imperfection that the Marriott organization as a brand becomes believable and authentic. Not everyone, of course, will believe what Marriott promises is true, but when customers experience it for themselves, they will know Marriott means what they say when the actions and behaviors back up their words. So what does this mean for you? It's the idea of really listening as often as you speak, of, of being able to back up what you say with behavior and interactions and experience that your customers find, treat them in a way that they want to be treated or following the golden rule that you're treating them the way you would want to be treated yourself. It's likely that your organization's marketing team's first inclination is to tell a story from their own perspective, from the organization's perspective, about how what your organization does is extraordinary without listening to your customer's perspective or how your customer's life is better because of what your organization does. But for your story, for your organization's story, for your brand story to fit into the world view, the worldview of your customer, you must first listen and understand how taking action and how their action and how their experience fulfills their goals or meets their needs. Then you're really able truly to communicate with clarity and consistency about how your organization fits into their worldview, not how their worldview fits into yours. So here's what I want to encourage you is, is to remember that trust is earned over time. Simply put, don't be like Facebook. There isn't one practice or value they hold that is believable, consistent, or compelling. If you're going to, at this point in time, emulate a company, be like Marriott. Aim to be believable, consistent, and genuine. Nurture trust in your brand by aligning your day-to-day customer interactions with core values that, of course, you've, you've researched and that you've put into practice that demonstrate that you mean what you say. If you make a mistake, own up to it and move on. When your brand is simple and clear and authentic, when you simplify and you personify and you amplify the power of purpose through relationships and story, and you demonstrate that through your behaviors and action, people will listen and tell themselves a story about your brand that is worth believing and sharing. And that is what becoming a believable brand is all about. Thanks for listening to the Raise Your Voice podcast from Brian Soy. If you're interested in learning more about how you can find and raise your authentic voice, be sure to look for the book, Raise Your Voice, A Cause Manifesto, a guide for leaders who desire to grow their company through purpose, strategy, and communications. You can find Raise Your Voice on Amazon.com and discover resources to help you build powerful brands that people love at aspire.com slash resources. That's A-E-S-P-I-R-E dot com slash resources. Resources.